0: Guys, hope everybody has had a phenomenal week. This week's podcast is going to be about creativity, creative expression, inspiration, the importance of creativity, regardless of of what you do. Uh, And this is something that has become extremely important to me in recent years and has had a profound positive impact on my life. And I I hope can I can convince you of the importance of this as well. Um, And so first order of business is to, to just give a little bit of backstory on myself because this context I think makes the story a little bit more interesting and impactful. So I was a, you know, purely math and science guy, or at least I thought, um, I studied chemistry in college, I I had a minor in mathematics. Um, you know, I did a lot of advanced math, advanced calculus, differential equations, all that stuff. And I really enjoyed doing those things. Uh, I like data and analytics, uh, which is something that I've done uh, for Invictus Boston, uh, uh, you know, on our back end, kind of going through a lot of our numbers and our analytics over the years and, and helping tell stories about that data to help us make better decisions as a leadership team. And so I spent a lot of time involved heavily with numbers and with logic and with you know that side of the brain recently i have really pursued this passion for film and filmmaking and it's uh something that kind of came off the heels of me getting back into acting which i also really enjoy and is obviously a, a creative expression and pursuing these things has dramatically improved My quality of life and has actually unlocked a lot of uh, capabilities in other avenues as well. And it seemed kind of strange or surprising, a little bit to me at first, but mostly to other people that that I was kind of pursuing this this creative, uh, you know, side of myself, if you will. But when I thought back to my childhood, and I thought back to when I was a kid, the things that I did, I was an only child, and so I spent a lot of time entertaining myself uh with kind of stories and and fantasy worlds and you know and playing and all the things and so when i was younger i spent a great deal of time you know creating or telling stories or at least living in these stories and I think this is something that obviously that all kids do, you know, uh, we naturally as children are inquisitive. We're curious. We have this type of, you know, this kind of creative expression or this creative way of thinking about the world, which we'll kind of get to some of the things I talk about later, but we take in the world around us and we create our own narrative or our own story. And, you know, we, we create imaginary friends and we come up with, you know, the things we want to do or the, the type of people we want to be in the future. And then at some point, society convinces us to let these fantasies go and, you know, we enter the workforce or we, you know, start our professional career or whatever. And and sadly, and this was the case for me for a while, a lot of us let that creative expression kind of die out. We let that part of us die. And I'm here to tell you that I genuinely believe it's an incredibly important pillar of just our personality as human beings, as we, as we grow older, I think, you know, there's, there's a mental component to, th- to things, which is important, meaning we have to continue to learn and educate ourselves. And we have to keep our brain engaged by learning new information and new skills. I think there's an emotional pillar where, you know, our interpersonal relationships depend on our emotional intelligence. And there's a lot of work to be done there on a consistent basis to better connect with our fellow human. I think there's obviously a physical pillar where physical health and wellness is something that a lot of people let slip in, you know, to, as a trade-off for their careers or other things. And I think that, that focusing on our physical pillar and our physical wellness is, is a key component of our human experience. But I think that creative expression is an equally important aspect to all of these things. And I think that if we let that creative pillar die off, then we are robbing ourselves of enhanced thinking and cognition. uh, And we're going to limit our abilities in other avenues. And if you think back to ancient cultures, a lot of this goes back to, to that, right? Is art was is one of the key ways that we're able to identify with other cultures especially historical cultures so if you think about how we analyze history right how we analyze uh, ancient civilizations a lot of it is based on their art or the way that they expressed their culture through art right so we we you know and and some of this is language as well but but if you look at ancient egypt we talk about hieroglyphics which is you know essentially their their written language but so much of what we know about that culture stems from the art that they made these statues that they made the pyramids you know the hieroglyphics were a component of that but it wasn't just the written language that allows us to remember that culture at least when i was you know going through school and learning history some of the things that stuck with me the most were the types of art or creative work that were associated with different periods in time. And so a lot of our learned history is, you know, directly attached to artistic expression. And so I think it's incredibly important for us to keep that alive. And I think everyone should create something, but but that's kind of part two of the discussion. Part one of this is, you know, turning our radio antenna on for beautiful things, for art, for creativity that inspires us. And so what I want you to do as really step one in this whole process of this reawakening, if you will, is I want you to think back to the last time that you were awestruck by something. And it could be a beautiful sunset on a beach somewhere while you were on vacation and, and you were able to be present with that moment because you weren't working or whatever. You know, maybe you saw a painting or a photograph or a video that just had a, an immense impact on you and, and kind of lingered with you for a little bit. I think we can all point to something in recent memory that, that stayed with us, that kind of lodged itself in our brain after we saw it. And there's a lot of importance around these things and these moments because it gets at what makes us human in many ways. When you see something beautiful or something awe-inspiring and it just lingers in your mind and you can't help but think about it, those things are all sources of inspiration if we allow them to be. And so really part one of you know engaging with our creative side or or getting back to creativity part one is being open to inspiration that comes from oftentimes unexpected places um there are a lot of street photographers who i follow and and i really enjoy and their artwork inspires me when it comes to making films or when it comes to just you know thinking about creative things writing whatever it may be and one of the things that I really love is seeing the artistic expression of the urban sprawl, if you will. So seeing you know shots of skyscrapers or city blocks in New York City or Boston or whatever or other cities around the world and seeing the way that it's been captured by these photographers. And furthermore, to see the color palettes they have given to these things because the photo that you ultimately see Uh, has gone through many layers and edits and corrections and fixes and all of that by the time that you see it. And so it's also cool to see, at least for me, the creative process from start to finish and to see, you know, what inspired that photographer to, you know, take this picture at this moment and then turn that picture into what they ultimately release into the world. And, you know, like any of you, I... I'm struck by the beauty of certain moments in life. So I think back to, uh, I was, uh, you know, taking part one of my honeymoon with my wife and we were staying on a vineyard in Portugal. And there was just one night where we were sitting outside of the hotel and we're in a valley, right? So so it's nighttime, but you can see up, up into the valley because we're down below. And there's just rows of, of vines and grapes and there's homes scattered throughout the hills. So you see all these little lights, but it's still dark enough that you can see the stars. And it was just a, a very beautiful and striking moment or a striking scene and the same was true driving into the valley because we're driving in and you see you know all of a sudden you take you you take a turn and then you're seeing just rolling hills of of vines and grapes and and you're seeing these little homes scattered about and it was just it was a very beautiful place and part of it for me was the fact that I was kind of on vacation mode if you will, so I was open to experiencing that but I think we miss a lot of those moments in day-to-day life because we're so focused on the next thing or the next task or where we need to be or all of those things and so when we live in that distracted state it can be hard for us to notice recognize and appreciate those moments that inspire us and so you know as i said part one or my first goal for for many of you is to think back to the last time you felt that way and then Part two of that is try to make yourself more open to those experiences in your everyday life. So aim to observe a little bit more or aim to be present a little bit more. Um, I linked to Rick Rubin's newer book in a, a recent newsletter, but I'll put it in the show notes here as well. But one of the things that he talks about is to train our awareness because it isn't something that is just innate in all of us especially in the modern world where we're so interconnected and so distracted awareness is is like a muscle it needs to be trained like anything else and so he talks about our ability to take things in from our environment our ability to be aware of our surroundings or be aware of the things that are happening that could be awe-inspiring or could be beautiful or could be striking and so thinking in terms of of that mindset has been helpful for me to you know almost force myself to be more aware i joke around with my wife a lot because she's very observant and she'll notice things that i didn't even come close to seeing when we're just out and about and i think in many ways her day-to-day life experience is better for it than mine is when i'm distracted and so i've tried to emulate that more and you know at its most basic level There are many benefits to this, which we'll talk about, but at its most basic level, it just increases our human experience or our capacity of being human on a day to day basis if we are more observant, if we're more aware. And I would argue that that makes me happier when I do it. That's a direct cause of increased happiness when I am more aware, more observant, and more present with my day to day life and with the world around me. So, just purely from a quality of life happiness standpoint, I think just training yourself to be more aware of these moments will make you happier because you'll start to notice the beauty of life more. And when you notice the beauty of life, the negativity or the negative things that happen have less of an impact. So if you think about it like a a scoreboard, right? when we're bombarded by The news or by, you know, social media, which can be incredibly negative or, you know, people complaining at the office or whatever, because, you know, life is challenging. And a lot of people, especially now are going through a number of challenges, but when all of your inputs are negative, it directly affects your ability to be positive, your ability to be optimistic and your ability to be happy. So every one of these beautiful day-to-day moments that you notice, or when you learn to appreciate the simplicity of something that you encounter, maybe it's the sun reflecting off a building on your walk to work, or you know, like I said, a beautiful sunset, or you, you see a painting or a photo or something when you're walking that, that sticks out at you. Every one of those moments is a point on the board for positivity, for positive life experience. And that helps outweigh the negative inputs that we get in our day-to-day lives you know from stress from interactions whatever it may be so at its most fundamental level if all you do is become more observant i would guarantee you that it'll make you happier now the extension of that is creativity or artistic expression so i already mentioned a little bit that i i think it's a key pillar of the human experience i think creative expression is something that everybody needs in some way, shape, or form. Nobody can be purely analytical or purely creative. So, you know, in the same way that I think we should all be more creative, people who are purely creative should also engage in the logical and literal world to some degree. Because, you know, we've, we've I'm sure, encountered people, or there's certainly many cases in history of artists who have kind of lost their mind or gone crazy or whatever because they they live too much in the fantasy and not enough in the literal but for most of us especially now i think embracing uh, the creative side of us is 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 critical and is of critical importance and so the next step once you start to take in more of these positive inputs once you start to draw inspiration from things that you've encountered I think you need to find a way to express that or to essentially translate that into your own perspective. So whether it's writing, whether it's drawing, whether it's sketching, whether it's making films, whether it's making music, playing an instrument, whatever it is, I want you to find a way that you enjoy expressing yourself creatively. And arguably the most important piece of all of this is that you do so without judgment and you don't even worry about sharing it with the world at all when you make it. So I am arguing that you make art for yourself and as a way to translate your life experience, not to make art to share, to distribute, to achieve any level of success. The goal should never be to be successful doing that thing. The goal should be to make the type of stuff that you want to make, to express yourself in the way that you want to express yourself and to kind of flex those creative muscles in whatever way makes sense for you. And you can think back to when you were a kid and the type of stuff that you like to do. For me, when I was younger, I loved going to the movies and I always imagined myself in the movies. And so that led me to acting, but then it ultimately led me to making films, which I found a lot of enjoyment In that process of of helping tell the stories and and visualize the stories. So for me, that's become my way of expressing myself. And ultimately, you can turn those things into a career as well. If you want to, you can share your your work with the world if you want to. But initially, the the most important thing you can do is to, to put no expectations on it, to not hold yourself to any type of standard, this is purely an exercise in expression and just putting something on the page or on the screen or you know whatever it is and you can experiment especially if you've never really done that much creative stuff you can experiment with a lot of different things and see what you ultimately enjoy i think writing is very accessible for everybody and i think just writing in general is a valuable skill the more you write the better you'll be able to express yourself in all avenues which I think is just a critically important skill now, especially with how many emails we send and, and you know, the social media and all these things. Writing is is a very important skill to have. And so I would say if you're unsure where to start, to start there, to start writing, whether it's short stories, poems, novels, uh, whether you just start talking about the things that you've seen and like objectively describing it. Maybe it leads you to creating a blog or a newsletter or whatever. Point being, find a way to creatively express the things that you've experienced so this this becomes a you know really a two-part process is we increase our awareness so that we can take in more of the world around us and then part two is we then translate that experience into our own perspective and we make something that is an expression of that experience doing those two things will have a number of benefits Obviously, I, in my opinion and from what I've seen and observed with other people, this will increase your happiness and just your overall satisfaction in your day-to-day life. But furthermore, for me personally, and I know that this has been uh, corroborated by other people who've experienced the same thing, the more that I create and the more that I allow myself to be creative, the better I am in almost every other avenue of my life. So expressing myself creatively makes me better analytically. Expressing myself creatively makes me better physically. Expressing myself creatively makes me better emotionally in my interactions and relationships with other people. And when I don't do those things, the opposite is also true. I start to notice, you know, me being unhappy or grumpy or closed off or, or, you know, my brain is foggy. And so expressing myself creatively allows me to access other aspects of my human experience that are also important and it allows me to access those at a higher level so what i would encourage you to do aside from being more observant which i think is the critical first step is make something create something whatever it is and like i said if you don't know where to start i think writing is a a great thing to to start with or a great thing to work on And you never have to share any of this stuff with anybody. You can keep a personal journal or sketchbook or whatever. You can create digital art. You can create films that you never show anyone else. But as you go through this process and as you improve at these skills, if you are so inclined, I think eventually sharing your work can be powerful um, because it can connect you with people who have similar interests it can be a source of inspiration for other people who may at one time like you were uh, have been on the fence about creating and expressing themselves creatively. And so maybe seeing something you make can inspire somebody to do something else. Uh, I remember distinctly a story. Uh, so my good friend Nate, who used to be a coach at the gym and and has honestly, he completely changed his career to pursue creative writing and all these things. So that's that's kind of a, a bigger story in this regard. But he started a podcast that I was a guest on one time and and he interviewed just interesting people that he knew. And one uh, person in particular was either a police officer or a firefighter. I I would have to double check this. So, so don't hold me uh, exactly to this, but, but he was, you know, in one of those fields and he started painting just as a way to express himself. And it was something that he enjoyed, but eventually he started sharing his paintings with people around him and he you know he mentioned that at first he was kind of nervous to do so and he didn't know how it was going to be received or whatever and he was overwhelmed by the support and overwhelmed by the messages of people saying that you know him being able to do that and share that inspired them to also pursue something creative or meaningful to them and so if you're on the fence about ultimately sharing your work, I would encourage you to do so at some point solely because you never know who's watching, which we've obviously talked about uh, in previous episodes and talked about last week, but you never know who's going to be inspired by your willingness to make art and your willingness to share it. And so learn to take inspiration From everywhere around you learn to revel in in the beauty of life and and the beauty of the life experience and you know translate that in whatever medium makes sense to you or whatever medium you enjoy and I do firmly believe that that will make you happier it will make you feel the human experience more intimately it will help you better connect with people around you I think it'll make you cognitively better. So it'll help you actually, uh, and stimulate your analytical brain, even though you're doing something creative. And I do believe it will strengthen every aspect of who you are and increase and improve your quality of life. Because as human beings, we are meant to express ourselves creatively in some regard. And, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you think back to human history and the way that we remember other civilizations and other cultures, their art and the way that they express express themselves creatively is oftentimes one of the biggest factors for helping us connect with that culture or remember who those people were. And so I encourage you to contribute your own creative expression to uh, the human experience, to the modern age. And someday maybe that art will be looked at, you know, historically from future civilizations as a way to remember who we were. So thank you as always, uh, a little bit of a different topic this week but it's something that has become near and dear to my heart in recent years and something that i uh that i think is too important to not talk about because i never would have considered myself an artist or a creative uh, and it's definitely improved my quality of life. So if you ever have questions, comments, concerns, if you want to talk more about this, my email is justin com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trainedright. And if you found this episode valuable in any way, please share with your friends, share with your family, maybe share with somebody who uh, you think would benefit from expressing themselves creatively or just being more observant of the world around them. Uh, so until next time, have a wonderful weekend.